Broadcasting to you live from the Loading Ready Run Underground Orbiting Moon Base, it's the Lurecast! It's a Lurecast again. Exciting. The four of us again. This is not, of course, anime roundup for us. I'm Beej. I am Heather. I'm Corey. And I'm Ian. Instead, uh, it was brought to our attention that everyone's kind of had their origin story told. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, and we haven't. Uh, we, we've been showing up. We've been doing all sorts of stuff. We've, you know, we've been here for years. Uh, there's been the... But nobody knows where we came from and what we've, what we've been doing. And so Paul specifically had said, hey, why don't you do a thing on how the hell you ended up here in the first place? How did we get to now? Yeah, how to get to now. And, and really, um, it all began because I used to sell CDs. <laughs> well, for you, it began because you Bootleg. used to sell CDs. Bootleg CDs, CDs from Taiwan. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can probably accelerate pretty quickly over the, the prehistory, but uh, yeah. Beach and I used to go to the University of Alberta. And even before we both went to the University of Alberta, Beej went to the University of Alberta yeah. and was in the anime club. Yeah. And I went to the anime club when I was in high school. And I thought, wow, we, I need to get some music because there's some awesome anime that I'm watching right now, like Escaflone and Cowboy Bebop, and I need the songs from this. Yeah. How do I get this? And they said, you should talk to this wacky guy at the front. Yeah. Thought, well, 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 you ended up like I swear you e- you ended up emailing me. Yes. Yeah. And so you you went to the. Um, I oh, so the internet minutes, did exist. I was twenty yeah. minutes out of town in the country. Yeah. And so you went to my website. Yep. And you emailed me, and we got a whole order together for you. And then you said, "Oh well, I, but I live in Edmonton." I'm like, "Oh well, I live in St. Albert." It's like great. So you came by my house mm-hmm. to pick up your CDs because I'm like, why mail them to you? Why don't you just because I exactly. I didn't know we were going to the same club even. It'll be it'll be cheaper shipping that way, and of course I, I go drive to his house. Yeah, beautiful house. Yeah, knock on the door, and I couldn't turn my car off because my parents' car had this problem with the alternator where I could turn I could start it. Yeah, but I couldn't stop it. <laughs> right. And if it did, it wouldn't go back on again. It so need a boost. Big so, like marquee whatever the hell. It yeah, was. A, a, uh, that doesn't matter. I know what no. kind of car it was. It was my mother's car. Not, not necessary information. Faster, faster, and, uh, faster through time. Knock on the door. And uh, I'm expecting, like, it's an anime club, so it's full of these big, fat, smelly guys, bald guys, and yeah. this big, burly guy with balding hair comes to the door, and I say, "Hello, I'm Ian, and I'm." I'm here to buy some CDs for you. Like you're like 18 years old. Yeah, I'm 18 years old, and yeah. I don't know what you look like. Yeah. And the guy comes to the door and says, Beach! Yep. Someone here to see you. That's, you do my dad, like, damn near perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's right, because I, I asked for and, Brendan, that's yeah. right. And so my dad yells, Beach, you've got a customer. And so I'm like, okay. And so I come, I come up the stairs uh, and see Ian, and I think we had confirmed that we were going to mm-hmm. do this. I'm like, right, yeah, hang on. And I go and I get your stuff. I bring it upstairs. You know, transaction done and whatever. And it wasn't like... Like several weeks later, because there was a break in the anime club, that we actually did run into each other at the anime yes. club for real, finally. And it was like, oh, cool. And then a few weeks passed past that, and we were near the office, and I was sitting, no, I came in and you were sitting down mm-hmm. with the CD player, and you said, and you beckoned me over and said, you have to come listen to this. Because I knew he was into good music, being yeah. the guy. And, and I had just mm-hmm. discovered this show called Cowboy Bebop. So I sat down, he put the thing in my ear, and Tank starts up. And then Ian and I have been best friends ever since. Yes. Huh. You miss out a lot of people who are in the anime club with you, don't yeah, you? You're a ghost. Yeah. Aren't you? I tend to be. Yeah. I mean, the anime clubs have kind of been kind of the formative experience for a lot because when I ended up moving to Grand Prairie, I decided that uh, because we didn't have an anime club in Grand Prairie, I thought I need a good way to meet women. And the best way to do that is to, is to find women who are interested in stuff that I'm interested in. So I started the Grand Prairie Anime Club out of Grand Prairie Regional College, which is where I was working. Yeah. And after like a couple of years of that, uh, you showed up. I, were you going for that long? I have no idea. I was in high school when I went the first time. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, and I did I was employed by the college. So I'd already I, been out of the university. I did not. I did not see you ever. I did not. Um, I went to Anime Evolution that like that one year with some friends, and my friend was like, "Oh, that guy runs our anime club." I'm like, "No, no, we he doesn't." We should back up here because we're starting to get a little bit cross cross timeline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's one thing you have to do first. Because you, you, you mentioned that you'd seen him at Evolu- Anime Evolution. Right. Why did we? Why did we even go to Anime Evolution? Why did we go to Anime Evolution? We hate Anime Evolution. No. <laughs> <laughs> While we were at the university, let's fast forward a few years. We get involved with the Anime Club in university. We become the, uh, vice parts, presidents, vice and presidents, presidents and, and president, yeah, and, and start working at the local anime convention, Anime Thon in Edmonton. 
And while there, one of our friends comes up to us and says, hey, in the staff room during the convention, hey, guys, you would, you would need be your funny. You want to come do like a whose line isn't anything anyway thing, but with anime? We're like, okay, whatever sure, what that's going to be like, sure, yeah. why not? And, and well, yeah, and that was the thing is that uh, Mark had come and asked us this mm -hmm. because he would see us. He is also was like a president of the anime club at one point. And so he would see us at the front of the room screwing around when the club was opening. Doing announcements. Yeah, we would do announcements, but we basically just basically cribbing a whole bunch of shit from Mystery Science Theater 3000 <laughs> and making jokes and like being just rude and, and funny and singing songs and doing whatever. And, and so that's why he'd said, do you want to come do this? And we're like, okay. And so we went downstairs to one of the rooms. He kind of gave us a run through of how some of the games work. And then we had a crowd. People showed up because they like got written on the board. It's like, come watch this. And so we just loosely did an improv show for yep. 60 minutes. We just picked some games that we knew from uh, from Who's Line that we mm. understood and figured, yeah, we can do this. We even like we did. We even ended up doing that. Um, uh, it was it was a redubbing panel. Yes. Yeah, we did a redubbing panel with some guys from Calgary, and then amateur anime dubbing. Yeah, and we just redubbed like Escaflone and Macross Two, and uh, Dan Dan Ross was there. He was also a member of SCT with us, and you've seen him in some stuff that Loading Ready Run, and so he did some voices as well. Um, and that's what kind of, I think th we did that the year before and that's why yes. Mark ended up saying, come do this thing for us this year. Mm -hmm. and, and so, so we, did. we just kept doing improv, uh, at the Edmonton conventions. And then Mark, the guy who put the, put uh, us all together, he started shopping us around to other conventions in the area. So the decided, Calgary anime convention, yeah. and then we got Vancouver anime evolution. And he decided if that was going to happen, we needed a name. Yeah. And so we became the 404s. And so if you've ever seen the 404s at a convention or you've seen that online or whatever, that was us. We were yep. all founding people. At the time, in yeah. That, yeah, in that, when that 404s got running. We were the first ones out of that group. Um, 404, for those not already aware, standing for the 404 page not found HTML error code. Yeah. So Comedy not found. That was originally like a, that was just a thing. You're that doing Dan it without scripts. Well, that was the thing is yeah. that, yeah, yeah, Dan threw that as an idea. He's like, why don't we just call ourselves the 404s? He's like... I don't know. And then Mark was like, oh, that's brilliant. We'll use that. And Dan yeah. was like, we didn't even have time to actually pick like a funny name. I, I wanted 402. <laughs> payment required. Yeah, sir. <laughs> 503. Four. Bad gateway. Bad gateway. <laughs> anyway. All right. But then you were at Anime Evolution. Right. And so we were doing shows and we were there with Anime Alberta. And uh, Anime Alberta was a was a local group of, uh, of the anime clubs in the area yeah. as well. And we went to Anime Evolution to do a show and also like meet with the guests and do all yes. that kind of stuff as I'm, well. I'm trying to segue so, because the, that information is not that relevant. We did this for a while. Yeah, we did and, it for and several it, years. And we, we were really good at it. And then you decided, I'm going to go move to Grand Prairie. Well, I hadn't done that yet. You hadn't been doing it. Like, how, how many years have you been doing it by the time you moved to Grand Prairie? Three or four. Longer than that? Yeah. I'm, I'm, all through I'm, university, practically. And at that point, I also decided I'm going to leave Edmonton as well. And you went to Japan. And go to no, Japan. but I met you before you went to Japan. This was the year before I moved up to Grand Prairie, yes. then, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we met once. We met once before. Timeline's so, a little hard to keep straight, because so there's so many people I involved. met you. I met you because you were at Anime Evolution. Yes. Uh, and my friend was with me and was like, that guy runs our anime club in Grand Prairie. And like, no, no, he doesn't. And we had to go talk to you, So then apparently. I was in Grand Prairie then. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, nobody runs our anime club. <laughs> Because there's a ghost. There's a ghost that sets up the anime. We go and we watch it, and then we leave, and the ghost goes away because you sat near the front in didn't your interact chair. with yep. anybody, Mister. I, I made a club. To sometimes meet he put his hand up. I, I brought a. I brought a. <laughs> pulled, stop the talking. I brought oh, a yes. fold-out lounge chair. Thank you very much. That was a camping chair. Came in, yeah, and I yeah. big camping chair that folds out made a canvas. Yeah. And I would put my feet You'd up. Show and up late. Yep. So food. I get. Yeah. I get that your idea to start this club was, hey, I should get women who have similar interests to me to show up, but not talking to anybody doesn't get you uh, anywhere. I don't know. I got married. Eventually. So, two years of you, you, you in Grand Prairie, <laughs> yeah. running an anime club. Me in Japan, uh, we still, Beach and I, in contact because, because of we're doing a podcast yes. called Diecast, which is I, about Japan and Japanese pop culture that's over. <laughs> I, I do, I do want to talk about the first time I met you, Ian, though. Okay. Um, because... Uh, I met you at AnimeThon. Um, I had I had a video camera because I was taking filming in school. You didn't have your beard then. Mm -hmm. And and I was super excited to have this camera. And so I was like, oh well, I'll go watch the 404s because I kind of know about them. They're funny, and and I'll videotape it because I want to film things and and do stuff. And then uh, after your show was done, because this was the last show you did before you went to Japan, I was 
filming people talking to you and you were like oh i will take that camera from you so you can be on the film and i was like no i don't want to be on the camera also why is that guy taking my camera the one that i think is funny i don't want to talk to him and he is talking to me and now he has taken away my device that keeps me separated i'm pretty sure that she thought you were funnier than i was too no i liked her before you yeah exactly yeah Yeah. we've established this and i hold that and then he went he went then he went to japan and then i was like well i'll take the other funny one yeah that's not what happened. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, just to just to quickly break in here. Yes. Uh, from the control room, uh, does this mean that there's video of very early improv with? Oh Ian, yes, Ian with, yes. Ian with no beard. Yes, yes, I think there is. Yeah. have all of that footage actually. Yeah, I think mm. it's somewhere. Some, some of it's online. I've Intriguing. seen it. Yeah, some Intriguing. Of, it of, of beardless Ian. I still look exactly the same and weigh exactly the same. Yep. I well, have Dick Clark disease. We'll leave. We'll leave finding that an exercise to the viewer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we can slow it down here a bit now. Because you went to Japan. Actually, you, in some of your diecast videos. That you put up. Yes. You don't have a beard. Yes. yes. You can yeah. find those Because you grew that in Japan. Yeah. Yes. You came back with the beard, and I thought it looked really weird to see you with a beard. Yeah, well, I agree. And it was interesting because uh, we came back. I came back from Japan. Yeah. And uh, had no idea what I was going to be doing. And then uh, moved in with you. Yeah. In your... Uh, so, uh, so I'm going to get, like, in between that time, uh, I'm running GPAC up in Grand Prairie. And G-pack. 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 And so uh, it, was super it, be- cool. it became more of a thing where uh, during certain shows, because now I'm starting to see the same people over and over, and we're having like about 30 people or 20 people or whatever show up like on the reg. We had 50 people at one point. I was super proud of us. Yeah. And, it's, and over half of them were girls. And I did very little advertising. And that was very important, right? It's because it's like a, a lot of anime clubs tended to be almost all men. So to have a lot of women was a really good thing. But I think that was after I left. Yeah. Especially that one, yeah. your goal. So, I know, right? <laughs> so, what happened was, uh, I, uh, it started to become more of a thing where I would interact with more people there and then also let them in on the fact that, well, I also go to these events and, uh, you know, and, and some of your, like, Nicole knew that I was in the 404s, I think. Yeah, and she was that's why we, like, could, we could probably bring up Nicole at this point yeah. because that was my in. Yes. Yeah. And that she... That's how I knew Corey. Yeah. And, like, when I started high school, for some reason, I ended up friends with the 12th graders. Nicole was one of those people, ah. although we did have a French class together. Okay, okay. Uh, and she dragged me off to anime club and, and yeah, introduced us eventually because yeah, well, and that's how Phil, ended Phil up I think you. was running stuff mostly at that yeah. point. And I I kind of had this standing thing that it was like I didn't want to have high schoolers come out. Like I was like I'm okay with it in the beginning, but as more and more high schoolers st- started coming to the uh, to the clubs, I was kind of like I'm not fond of this but I'm not going to put the brakes on it just yet. Yeah. Because uh, I knew at one point Baca, the club in Edmonton, had to same thing. put the brakes on because they're yeah. like, there was too many 16-year-olds and 15-year-olds showing up and they're gathering in the hallway and they're having like a great time, but they're not going in and watching anything and they're just basically being a disturbance to everybody yes, else. Yes, the only problem we had when we, we, we put in eventually a 16 plus rule because we had 14 year olds and 12 year olds who were starting to show up yep. who were making a ruckus around the college and we didn't want to get shut down yeah see so it eventually happens to everybody um, they were not happy with us but they started their own club so but because i was working for animathon as the director of public relations uh, and also as the vice chairman for a while uh, there was also this thing of because i was doing work and i started dragging you guys in to do work did you ever end up doing some work with us to like pr wise i did Heather did. I did Heidi faxing did. and Nicole did. Yeah. Yeah. And do squat. Yeah. yeah. So I probably not at that time didn't pull you in at that point. But I think that was earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I went out for like dinner with you. Yeah. We'd go out for dinner a lot. And it was Japanese. always the same like, like six or eight of us yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Can we please explain why there are three beaches on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so when I formed the, the, when I formed the club, uh, we had president, vice president, external, vice president, internal, Mm-hmm. Uh, treasurer, treasurer, secretary, tre- secretary. There were six to, positions. But you had to have six positions. So there was. The I didn't care what you called them. So the sixth position was fool. Yes. And fool was just supposed to be the sixth position. It was supposed to be a member at large, and it was just like we'll just give that to anybody, and it was just all signatures. Just get them from random people, just so I can have a club. Uh, but when we actually came around to doing elections and stuff, um, that became different it was like and i had rules it's like you have to serve as one of these roles before you can become president as well so when we f- got everybody to um those rules existed yeah i don't remember any of those. What, ended up those happening, what ended up happening was i wrote a whole constitution everything it was like nine oh, pages we, long we, we tried to read through it and, and it was boring skin some of it out it didn't work uh one of the things that came about is that everyone started calling the president the beige yep, yep. yeah and then everyone started calling the fool phil 
Yep. Who was a good no, friend. No, the vice president. Oh, the vice president was Phil. Yep. Because Beej and Phil, Phil was my friend who I made when I moved to Grand Prairie. He worked at the college as well uh, in the accounting area. And he came out, not because he knew anything about anime really, but he wanted, he was like, oh, this seems interesting. You like some cool stuff. So he came out to do that as well, to just kind of enjoy this with me. And, uh, and yeah, so that kind of became, everyone started to blame Phil for things going wrong, even when Phil wasn't there. Yeah, it was it was an it was supposed to be a funny in joke. It was a poke fun at Phil because he did something that went wrong like twice yeah. or something and then after that everything was Phil's fault. It was always Phil's fault. But that meant that the president was Beej, which meant that the president after that, after I left, the new president was also then Beej. Oh, we we took you. it we took it further than that because Heidi was vice president and we called her Phil. Yeah. And we also blamed her if anything went wrong Lovely. because <laughs> that was the position. And the the thing that you were talking about with the fool and elections, yeah. we had one of those with not your rules because I don't think we actually read no. that. There was a hat. Before. That's good. There was a hat for the fool. The only position anyone fought over was the fool's position. Makes sense to me. That's an anime club. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, so you you, you, you left and I was beach because and I ran and. I was gonna. I was a college student as well, so I was like allowed to run that. Yes. Uh, and then I was gonna be done college. I and I gave joined it over the to college Corey. and yeah became president. I think Heidi was still vice president. Yeah, because she was in school longer than yeah, I was. She was still in my same program. Uh, uh, and then I left to go to university, and there was no one after to take over. after I. The final beach. The final this, beach. This is the final form of beach. Yeah. Yeah. So someone eventually did restart the club. Yeah. And I went there like years later and my phone number was still Oh no. The phone number for the club, but I think I only ever got one call from the new president. We still technically have access to all the money that we raised because we paid membership fees and that all went to uh, Phil. I never did. I never had any access to that. Yeah, I know. No, because Phil was in Phil charge of it. Phil had that all. Yep. And the thing is that it was all supposed to be basically passed down through everybody else, but because nobody ever went to Phil, I guess, to get the money from him, he had he has a separate account that just has his money that's yep. sitting in it, like 500 or $800 or whatever. And we have talked to Phil several times and said, what do you want to do with this money? And he's like, well, it should go to furthering this cause of like Japanese culture Maybe we should give it to the high school. Maybe we should give it only. And, and it was what we did agree on is don't give it to the new president of whatever new club this is. Because apparently he didn't know how to do jack shit and he would probably just spend it on DVDs for himself. <laughs> that's, that's what we've heard. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's it. I left Grand Prairie. She took over. And then you took over. And I'm living in Edmonton at this point. Yep. And then you came back from Japan. Yes. And uh, had you met Heather at this point? Yes. yes. Yeah. And you two were dating at this point. Nope. nope. Uh, no, we were exchanging emails because he'd left I was in charge of the club and I wanted to talk to him more but I didn't actually want to come off as trying to I was awkward I didn't yeah. want to come off as as like I didn't want him to know that he liked that I liked him so I wrote him emails to be like hey so we're doing this thing in club do you have any advice perhaps and we okay. exchanged yeah. emails like we that did start dating by the time you had come back from Japan, yes. but I'd already been living in Edmonton for like over over a year by that point okay, or just, whatever. Yeah, so. I wanted yeah. to make the, the timeline quick because you were living in Edmonton. Yeah, and I came back to Edmonton because I didn't have a place to live or a job coming back from Japan. Yeah, live with my get home and say, oh my family, I'll live with my family for a bit while I find a job. And they say, great, that sounds good. We're leaving down to Lethbridge. And I'm like, I can't go to Lethbridge. It's Lethbridge, Alberta. <laughs> it yes. is, it's mostly a student town. Oh, this is places. a terrible idea. I yeah. need to stay in Edmonton, so I need to find a job quick, and, well, I guess I'll just live with each. And so what happened was is that I lost my job. Uh, oh, and, I was living in Edmonton at this point. And uh, we were dating by this point, but I lost my job. I was looking to sell my condo because I was looking to buy a house so that uh, Heather and Heidi, your roommate, uh, could move in with me and that we could all basically, like I could live with my girlfriend and then also we could be putting money into the mortgage and I could be building up, you know, equity in, in a house. But yeah. then I lost my job uh, and I got handed two really big sacks of cash when I left and so I put that away and then I sold my house and made over $100,000 on the sale mm -hmm. of my of what I owned because there was a boom, real estate boom there. Yeah, you got lucky with that. So now all of a sudden I had a fuck ton of money to live on uh, and no job and so we said hey why don't we rent a four bedroom house because Ian just comes back yep. and we all said yeah for nine months we'll do this it's enough time for Ian to get a job uh, establish a working relationship here at home and then be able to save up the money that you need so you can buy your own place yep. and yeah. that's what yeah. happened now, it worked really well mm. um, in the, that meantime we'd actually gone down and done 
done more cons. We we yeah, we we done more cons. We did a con in Calgary, which was my first mm. con after getting back. Yeah, yeah. which is when we met. That's yes. when I saw this beautiful girl across the way in the, in one oh, of the that rooms is after a show. It was so cute. We had we were so, s- sitting watching an extremely violent <laughs> samurai anime because Jason Marker was showing me this thing, and then sure. Ian comes in and was talking. And it's weird because. We knew you like yeah. in Grand Prairie. Like there's that there's that relationship there. The fact is, we had nothing to do with the two of you meeting no. each other. Not no, even no, no, a little. No. Not even a little. We, no. They they met each other separately. But Ian did have this great conversation where he asked us about you. And you guys forgot that I had a boyfriend. I didn't even know you had a boyfriend. Let's be fair. I met he him went twice and I club. forgot. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't even tell you what his name was. I formally met him twice and I did not remember him at all. Yeah. So clearly, you had to break up with him because he makes no impression on people. <laughs> so let's give let's set your stage here a little bit. Where were you at this point? I was living in Grand Prairie, running the anime club, and I had come down to Odafest because Odafest is awesome. Yup. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was in living in residence at the college, and my mother had just moved to Edmonton, and so later I moved in with her. When, yeah, I, but, when I transferred down. But that was a good, almost a year of me making trips up to Grand Prairie yeah. every month to come see you. It wasn't every month. Pretty much close to. Close to every month, yeah. yeah. For about eight months of our relationship. Yeah. Nice. A lot of Skype. I only did that the one time. Yeah, yeah. Beach, Beach came and saw me on Valentine's Day You're the worst. I know, right? He crushed the flowers. On Valentine's Day, I crushed all my flowers <laughs> with, with ginger ale. Oh, yeah. It's the super worst. romantic. That yeah. sounds like and a then I did a die cast. And yeah. like, <laughs> in the meantime, like, I got... I rented a house with friends, mm-hmm. and I got a job making video games, and all of this magical things happened. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And in that time, for that's yeah, you watched your first Desert Bus around that time too, I believe. Uh, the year after. Yes. Because that was no, that was in college. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you you had been watching Desert Bus one year longer than I had. Yeah. So. At this point... Mm-hmm. So this was uh, 2008. Yes, this is just before we changed the name of improv groups. Yeah, we started helping out more within the improv you were doing yes. as well yeah. at that time. Yeah. Because we were going to the shows and we just started doing things. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I started hosting one of the panels. Yeah. And so we go to Anime Evolution. In Probably the last... 2010, was it? Yeah, the yeah last I think it was 2010. ...year that it, uh, that it was before held it. before it rebooted itself. Mm-hmm. Back in the big convention center in Vancouver. That's the second last year before yes. they rebooted, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And just before this, I remember showing Beach. Uh, we, 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 during our improv shows, we'd often get uh, funny guests that we liked, like... Uh, some of uh, yeah, Mike, Mike Dobson would Mike show Dobson up and Brian or Dobson. Jam, your favorite uh, webcomic yeah, artist yeah. at the time. You know, we, whoever we could get, we'd stunt cast. We'd get people into hopefully combined fan bases. And so I, I'd been following this, uh, this troupe called Loading Ready Run that had put out some pretty funny videos at that point. Yeah, the on the one, internet. The first thing yeah. I'd ever seen from Lur was Skeletor's dick. That's the first thing Ian showed me. Mm-hmm. And I was nice. blown away. I'm like, okay, this is pretty funny. It's really weird, but it is very yeah. funny. Is actually, that what these guys I, do? Actually, probably it was the second. I think the first thing I showed everyone was shake your hands. Shake oh, hands yeah. with danger. Yeah, shake hands with danger. Mm, yeah, which yeah. is not a Lur thing so much as it's just a, a Graham thing. thing. A project that Graham did, yeah. yeah. That was good, though. Um, I yeah. always but forget yeah, so that they did the Skeletor thing. So we, uh, we <laughs> always. I, I, I introduced you guys to this group, and I think, well, you know what? I, they're from Victoria. We should see if they're going to the con and see if they're interested in getting up on stage with us, because they do funny things, right? Yeah, and my response was, what makes you think that these guys who do sketch comedy are going to be any good at improv at all? Or want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, or want to is the big thing. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't for a minute believe that somebody who like does... Sketch comedy would be able to bring that over to improv because they're they're two they're oh. both funny mm-hmm. but but they need there's two different uh, there's two different muscles at play and of course my my response at that point was the same as it all is every time well fine then what does any other guest that we bring up on stage have to have I that mean, could possibly mean that they're good at improv it's like a captive it's fan true. base at the at the convention so I said fine I was not convinced I'll em- I'll email them and see if they're interested we can meet with them and see do a quick practice and see if it works yeah. And so, out of everybody who came to Anime Evolution that weekend from Lur, Graham was the only one who said, I will step up and do this, I believe. Yep. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, so we're going to meet this guy. And, it's like, I, and I said, I want to see him at a practice. Yes. Because if he's no good, I don't want him up on stage. 
or at least I want to be able to limit <laughs> the amount of stuff that he's going to be doing exactly. on stage. Because we have no idea. Right. And, I mean, we were, we were stunt casting Jam as well, but it was during the, the late show, and I was kind of like, well, she says she's also done two years of improv, mm-hmm. so I'm, yeah. I'm fine. Graham Did has apparently not, or he's done like some stuff on like a we stage. Did, we whatever. didn't know. We didn't know anything. No. Graham shows up, and he's good. Well, it's, it was, I, I love telling this story, because if you know the, uh, the, the way that the convention center in Vancouver works, there are these huge escalators. Yeah. And we ran into Graham, and Paul was there as well. He was going down one of them. I was going up the other with you guys, yeah, yeah. and we recognize each other, and oh, yeah. And then they nice shake hands. We shake hands and on then the they opposite sides of the elevator. And they start walking backwards <laughs> on the escalators so that they can continue their conversation. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a great visual. So at this point, we're still the 404s. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm doing hosting that weekend because Mark could not make it uh, because they were off doing another show on the East mm-hmm. Coast. Right. But we uh, have With the, the East Coast crew. We have the practice session. Yeah. It's in mm-hmm. this... this glass cube of a room. Yep. We're inside. Graham and Paul show up outside. And the first thing Graham does is walk up to the glass, stick his hand on the glass and says, I will, I have and forever will be your friend. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, okay. Okay, I think we can work with these people. And okay. he was good. He did very well yep. in the practice and uh, we did the show and he did very well in the show and I was like, this is good. Uh, you know, for like, for somebody who Neither was... Neither Ian nor Graham knew what a steeplejack was. Yes, yeah, that was true. pretty funny. And it was just kind of mm-hmm. one of those things where it was like, this worked out pretty good. And so we all went, um, but we didn't get to hang out with them that weekend. No, no. no. It, was, it was all very so well and good. We'll see you again in the future. So this was before the... So yep. this was... So this must have been 2009, and then 2010 was the year that we hung out with them. Yeah. yeah. The show was yeah. so good that weekend that we killed the improv group. Yeah, no, uh, not no, yet. That's, no. that's not what happened. We ended up, we ended up doing a. Um, because I recall the thing where Ian didn't want us to talk to Lur we'll at get breakfast. To the, we'll was get that to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was I think the year after. Yes, that but, was uh, that was um, still. I can't remember if we were SCT at that point or if we were still no, 404s. No, we well, were. I think we were still after 404s. That, that winter was the first. I don't think winter. we went to AES SCT before that. I think you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. Didn't okay. we? Didn't we go as SCT just before they? We we did the show in the gym. It's hard to remember, because we did cause an effect after SCT. Yeah, formed, and then. So, well, what, what we do know that happens, uh, there there is a story of where us as an improv team show up uh, to AE, which is being held at University of British Columbia, and they have everybody stays in the student residences, mm-hmm. and there's these great big six bedroom. Uh, uh, six bedroom room so it has six single bedroom beds off of a single room essentially and Lur got to stay in one of those as well as did we and we ended up hanging out with them and chatting with them and there's lots of drinking going on uh, so I didn't. I got to ca- talk to Kathleen for the first time ever. That's right. We had a uh, we, we had a co autograph signing that basically no one showed Ooh, up to. Yeah, because it, yeah, awesome. it was all the way on the other side of the campus. Yeah, for one like thing too. Show up, and so it was just kind of like this. Didn't. But this is cool. We got to hang out a bit. We've had other things where uh, we after were, we formed SCT uh, and. Uh, uh, they went to the Calgary Comic Con. Mm-hmm. They came to Dan's house, and we had the uh, barbecue. SCT LRR BBQ. WTF BBQ. W- yeah, something like yeah. that. And we had a big barbecue with them once, and we did that a second time. And that was kind of awkward because it was like we don't really all know each other. Yeah, we hadn't really. There was like another, yet. but we got to know each other a bit better over the time. There was a dinner where I met Alex for the first time. I mm-hmm. think that was the same. That was AE. That was the guest dinner. Yeah, that's right. Because you and Alex were. He was stealing your your hat. Your Canada yeah. hat. We were sitting, so we were sitting out for dinner, and uh, Alex is like sitting there, and and we all joined at a table, and he's sitting at this table that that, and he's at the head of the table. So I sit They're down. Around. And I don't really have much to say to mm. him, and then he pulls out a deck of cards. This is when he was still doing sleight of hand, and he started just doing like practice. That was the dinner where I got to become the, where Matt became the replacement Ian. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I started talking to Tally. And and as uh, and as Alex was doing card tricks, I was I was like, no, no, keep going. And he's like, oh, and he keeps showing me more. I'm like, that's amazing. He's like, well, it's this many years of practice. We just started chatting, and we had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I because I love card tricks, so I'm just enjoying watching him just be very intricate with these things. Um, but yeah, we've we so we kept kind of pushing this thing of let's get together and let's meet with each other and let's do this kind of stuff. Um, so at a certain point. When we were living in Olds, uh, due to what I think is some very unfair shit that went down uh, in the fourth no, 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 no. didn't you go to Desert Bus first before this no, happened? No. What, what, was what, this after? The, what, what just happened after that first uh, that first group together was that was when uh, we watched. I watched my first Desert Bus. Ah. I think it was three at that time. 
Yes. And uh, Corey told me, hey, you should watch this funny thing called Desert Best. And I thought, well, Desert Best, that sounds kind of weird. What is a charity event? Oh, it's put on by Loading Ready Run. You like those guys. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. So we should watch that. And I'm watching along and I start submitting some stuff. And it's a, it's a good time yeah. for all involved. Absolutely. Really good year for that. And, and then, uh, that was my first introduction to Desert Bus. Right. And so then we get to the point where you move down to Olds from Edmonton. Yeah. I've moved into my new place in Edmonton. All is pretty good for a while. We're still doing shows around. We've done some shows in Seattle. We've gone to Toronto as uh, the 404s. Oh, yeah. 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 And then we, and then, uh, we just... Uh, planning, planning was starting again to go to Anime North again. Yeah. And some, as I said, some pretty unfair shit went down in the 404s, and it made some people upset. And we, a lot of things came out uh, during that time that I ended up being extremely uncomfortable with. Uh, yeah. To the point where I was livid, and I'd said, "I'm done. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't be a part of this anymore because of." And it didn't even affect me, but the fact that it affected other people within the troop, I was like, it, "I can't be in this because I don't trust what's going on here." Yeah, anymore. that that was that was the problem. It was like, "Here's a thing I'm uncomfortable with." Also. How many other things do I not know about, and will these be things that affect me later that so I don't want to be a part of? A yeah. lot of the members that of the of the troop, who you know, Beach, myself, Dan, Will Wood, Corey, and Corey, and me. Heather. I mean, we weren't oh, official yeah. members. No, of, we weren't members. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? We, yeah. we, we did. We worked. Yeah. Part of the we big did problem. stuff. No. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, so we did. We broke off and formed a new troop instead of going to Anime North. Yeah, and there was some growing pains involved with that as well. But we basically said. We're gonna. We're, we need. You know. We're we're leaving. And it's like, but a lot of us want to do improv. It's like, well, fuck it. We can do improv on our own if we want to. But we're leaving first things first. And so, we submitted our resignation from the troop. We said, not you know, enough's enough. No more of this bullshit. We left. Um, and then we started talking. Okay, so what are we gonna do for a new troop? And so we we came up with an idea. We came up with lots of different names. Uh, other names, mm -hmm. other that we had decided or we thought about were. Deep salad. I like deep salad. Uh, deep the tanuki salad? suits. Oh, yep. The chairmen's of the board. Yeah. The board Im of directors. Impro five. Impro oh yeah. Five. Impro five. Yeah. Because the V would have been a five. Yep. Uh, um, these are all terrible names. Just the thing with the barcode. What was the barcode one? What was that? What was the barcode one? That was deep salad. Yeah, it was yeah. a barcode with a head of lettuce on it. It was actually really neat, simple yeah. design, but that was the barcode one. Yeah. I loved I loved the term deep salad, but it was just kind of like it didn't really catch it, on. And then at I, one point, we just started listing words, and then we came up with, well, it sounds like synaptic chaos is like a thing that you want people mm. to be drawn into mm. while they're watching it. And so we're like, why not that? And it's like, yeah, but we want to talk about how we're into theater and improv and comedy and that. And we want to sell that. So, okay. So we snapped to chaos improv, snapped to chaos comedy. And it's like, well, why not snap to chaos theater? And we, I think we all kind of felt it's a little long. It's not it's, the worst. But it's not the worst. No. Yeah. It's and okay. then Dan drew a logo and we were like, oh, that logo is great. Yeah, Dan's logo yeah. is so oh. good. And, and you might say that... that uh, <laughs> Deep Salad didn't really catch on, except because we hadn't actually picked a name, and that was one of the first names that got like put through as an idea. We were calling it Deep Salad until so we'd done the name. Yeah. And I think I still have a group name under like my Facebook list that just says Deep Salad with <laughs> the members. Perfect. So it was, yeah, we, we made that jump. And um, I mean, it's kind of... When we did that, we basically... Then it's up to us. It's like, now we have to go around and sell mm -hmm. ourselves... And so we started. To, we, we we kept a lot of the conventions that we went to. We went back to Anime uh, Evolution, which one year, and then we it became Cause and Effect. Yeah. Well, Anime mm, Evolution yeah. stopped, and then Cause and because they because of money and yeah. that. Wow, shit! I'm not talking about that and, year, but and uh, that was the year that uh, the first time we did what would later become the late night dub fight. Yeah. Again, yeah. that was something that we did with uh, myself, Graham. You were there. Little Karibo was on it. Yeah. And. Uh, Takato 101. Yeah, that's right. That's right, because we 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 were like we we have improv, but what other things can we do now? We had ideas we had wanted to talk about and do before, and now we had like this yeah. chance. Where we're like, well, let's put everything that we can do now while we do a big push the and only, start. The only things we ever thought about doing were improv shows. Like in the four fours, was like we do improv shows and we'll do the 99 yen challenge, yeah. which was a take on the 99p challenge, which is a British radio show, which is very funny. Simon Pegg and Armando Iannucci and David Quantic and all these guys all had uh, roles on the 99p challenge. And it was a very good show. Um, 
and so we're like, well, we'll just lift the concept wholesale and we'll just do it as our own radio thing and then we'll make it kind of the same thing and do it at all these events. It was yeah. great. And y'all wouldn't write your scripts. <laughs> we never write our scripts until like the 16-hour drive down no, to No, not even. No, not, not even no, then. Not even that. For, yeah. for some of you. Also, I don't think maybe the high school shows were the best venue for those. Not, not always. A Dune joke is always good. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot. They're more about helping us tickle our own funny bones, and maybe not always the people in the audience. But yeah. in any case, uh, though, when we fell out of, when we when we came out of that, it was like, well, we're taking ninety nine yen with yeah. us because we we did because I was hosting show. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you were hosting it, and it's like, well, good. Corey can continue to host it, and we can continue to write our shit for this, and we'll keep doing that. And then, but part of the thing was, if we're going to compete we need to compete with us having stuff that we can do. So I'd said, why don't we do a how to improv panel and I'll host that. And then it was like, why don't we do a, uh, improv for cosplayers and mm-hmm. I'll host that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can start picking up other things and you can't, we, we, we did the, we did the thing at cause and effect where it was, uh, let's redub clips of stuff. Yeah, it was Digital Dolphin who came up with the idea for this. Exactly. And, and so oh, yeah. we're like, well, let's just steal that whole thing. Yeah, and he was chill with it, as my understanding. And so it was like, we need to adapt it into something. What are we going to call it? And I said, late night dub fight. And you were like, yeah, fine. Sounds good. And we then you went and wrote a song. And then you laid down the tracks. Dan and I, in 30 minutes before our first show, wrote a late night dub fight theme on my iPad in GarageBand. So good. So, but during that proto late night dub fight, that was, I believe, the convention where we it was again on the UBC campus with those yep. six, and we all it is yeah we were at a party and we got invited to Desert Bus us too yeah, yeah. not you no, too no. yeah we, we don't we don't too. Go to last parties. thing that happens at the night is Graham and Kathleen walking to the elevator see you guys next year wait you two totally need to come to Desert Bus yep <laughs> fuck the rest of you. <laughs> So we did, and that was Desert Bus 4, I believe. Yeah. Yes, it was, because that was my first craft submission before Craft Along was a thing. And I was at home watching this go down, and I think you had even said to me, well, Beej, if you do want to come, because I wasn't working still at the time, because uh, as you've heard, I had a fuck yeah. ton of money. You were so jelly. And I, I was, was super nervous. What did your money get you? I didn't want to go. Not having like, to Literally, work. you were like, I think you could probably come if you want, Beej. I can ask them. I'm like, I don't really think I want to go, because I don't really know how I'd fold in with this. No. And maybe it's not a thing for me, and I'd feel kind of awkward because I wouldn't have a place to stay in. I don't want to spend the money and whatever. And so then Heather pulled up the auction, and we watched your blanket go for $4,200? Yeah, about that. $4,600? It killed like a couple of bothans or whatever the yeah. thing was at the time it was the highest ranking auction i love being able to say this every time even though i didn't make the thing it was the highest ranking auction they'd ever had uh that brought in the most money in one go i think it was just for a crafted item was it just crafted item maybe maybe i, I think it held there the record was, for the highest crafted item longer year. as well so but it was like so i was super proud i didn't even make it but it was like oh my god somebody you know they were like all over this thing i'm so happy and then we watched more of it and i started to realize i'm like wow there's lots going on and it's just kind of a variety show and everyone just kind of has a good time and they need a man with a guitar. I know, and I said, I kind of miss Ian and Corey. Yep. <laughs> I would have a lot of fun being there doing it. And, and I know, I, I knew that you and I really play off each other quite a bit. Yeah. And that, yeah. You, know, you could really take things up another notch. Like, it was fun being kazoo guy, but... Yeah, we could do some more. And so, for the next... That was why Desert Bus 5, why I showed up, ultimately, is because um, it was put out there... Well, that I think after we had the SCT Lure Barbecue... In Calgary again. Mm, during the uh, Comic Expo in yeah. the intervening year. Exactly. Is that we get to see everybody again and we get talking and it's like, and I think Graham had said, oh yeah, Beach, no, if you want to come for Desert Bus, you can. Like, totally. That's, you know, you're always free to come out and do that. So yep. I was like, okay, I'm buying a ticket and I'm doing it. And I missed my, my flight home by 24 maybe, hours. Maybe, maybe it was the <laughs> next really Desert Bus. I recall you actually calling me when from Desert Bus when the blankets sold. Yeah, 20, uh, Desert Bus 5. Because you made more blankets. Yeah. You've made like four. I've done four. Yeah, yeah. So I think the next one was the star blanket. But if no, I've no, done, if I've done, if I've done four, then I did one for eight, seven, six, no five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was five. I think it was after the, uh, the first desert bus we did together. Yeah. That I decided, effort. You know what? I'm moving to Victoria. Yeah, that came as a bit of a surprise because we didn't. I didn't want to move to Victoria. I shouldn't say we didn't. I didn't want to move to Victoria. Um, because I was like, what the hell am I going to do here? Where am I going to find work? I guess this is a university, but I don't really... Fin-. But then coming out to Desert Bus in November and having it rain on me, mm-hmm. it made me realize, and it was the middle of the night because I was working the, the late shift by choice, yeah. right? And I was like, 
oh shit, it's November and it's just raining and there's no real, and the bus, like there was a little ice on one day and I'm like the bus is having trouble going up a, up a hill slightly and I was kind of like, okay, so it does get cold. Yeah. But, but coming here from Edmonton where I'm literally three. going, through, it's minus 30, there's three feet of ice, yeah. not snow, ice yeah. on yeah. the roads. And it's the worst and you're just kind of like, why would anyone but live there when they could live here? Live in Victoria. There's maybe a I, maybe <laughs> interesting here. people here that I Except can. Except you're uh, still not into the idea. Yeah, but I was, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I could live there, but I don't really know. Cause cause I remember this very clearly. Ian was like, I'm going to move to Victoria, and then we were like, maybe we should move to Victoria because Ian wants yeah. to move to Victoria. And then our, our good friends Dan and Manny, they thought, well, that seems that's a nice, seems like a yeah. nice place. Well, and they were then they were just like, oh, everyone's going to move out. And so we, to and Victoria. so I was like, the thing is like, no, no, we'll probably end up moving to Calgary. Because yep. if we're gonna have, a, if I'm gonna get a job and we're gonna have a kid and buy a house and do the whole thing, then that's something that obviously uh, move to Victoria. It's expensive. Why don't we just we'll live in we'll live uh, in Calgary and Calgary. it'll be fine. And maybe we'll move down like a few years later. Yeah. But we'll see. Or just see them on uh, you know desert bus and yeah. uh, conventions. And we'll, we'll we just conventions out on the coast, right? It'll be fine. Yeah. But Ian didn't move right away. He talked about no, it. I I, but, I wanted to be responsible by but with my move. I was in school. And yeah. yeah Corey Corey was in school. Yeah. And I was still in school. Yep. And I was and doing almost nothing. And, you were and then all of a sudden, Dan and Manny said, oh, we're moving to Victoria. I'm like, why? It's like, well, Ian was talking about it, so we got thinking about it. And then uh, Dan was working very happily in his job, working for uh, uh, Getty Images. And then he got let go because they ended up moving. Uh, he was working on the Time Magazine website. Uh, his team was responsible for that entire website. And they ended up moving that to people in New York. <coughs> he lost his job. And he said, what the fuck am I going to do now? And his old boss got a hold of him and said, uh, said hey, Dan, um, if you're interested, because his old boss is the one who basically sold iStock Photo, which is what Dan worked for, to Getty Images. His Dan said, he's like, Dan, if you want to work with me again, we can do that. I got some ideas for some new projects. And Dan's like, I just lost my job. Maybe I should look into this. And so they talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. And they're like, oh, come down to L.A. And Dan's like, oh, maybe, maybe. We were thinking of Victoria. And so his boss is like, oh, that's cool. Actually, my wife wants to go back to Victoria. She's from there originally. So they went to Victoria before yeah. any of us. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it was like, okay, so Dan and Manny have moved to Victoria. I've finished school now. Um, and and Beach has gotten a job by this point, yeah. too, which is like... It was a good job. Part of the reason I think maybe he was having problems with the idea of, like, let's move. And we're like, we have to move soon because I'm going crazy because I have no friends who actually live in Olds. They came to the school for the school mm -hmm. year they've all gone home I'm working four days a week at the municipal library which is a fine job but it's not going to be anything I'm going to make more and more money at I have to move no, to a larger but you, market you were very, I think just because you'd finally gotten a job you were, I was kind of loath to give it you, up you didn't want to really give it up and we uh, like we talked about other places we could move I didn't want to move to Calgary you didn't really want to move to Calgary not really no um, especially after Dan and Manny left and then we, we were, talked about maybe going back to Edmonton, and it was like, well, you didn't really want to go back to Edmonton again, yeah. if you could help it. Especially not St. Albert. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it was like, where should we move? And we're like, we should move to Victoria. Everybody's going to go there. That could be fun. And I was like, and even if Victoria doesn't work out, we can maybe move to Vancouver. It's a larger market. We can yeah, live you, there. You were not sold on the idea. Yeah, but I knew that among our, our many options, staying in Olds was not an option. Calgary was not the best option. And Edmonton was not looking like an option I wanted to exercise. Yeah. And I so kept pushing like, for Victoria. I guess like, moving to the hey, coast. Our friends are moving to Victoria. We should go move to Victoria Beach. So we and packed up all our gear and we went. Yeah. Yep. And just left us alone with our albatross. Yep. <laughs> so that yeah. meant another another year and a half of me trying to find work in Victoria remotely, which is not easy to do. No, it's Thanks. damn near impossible to find a job here. It's damn near impossible to find a job when you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me yeah. about it. But I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, we, we <laughs> packed up half of our house in April. To, February. Uh, in, in, yeah, in February. Yeah. Uh, put it in storage because I was going to paint up my place and repair everything mm. and get it ready for, to rent, to, to sell it. Yeah. And, and we, start, we started it on the market, I think, in March? Yep. In March. March. And due to many reasons of my condo board being a complete and total pile of poop, the house is unsaleable for a while. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, well, you know what? I just, I can't take it anymore. I can't take the waiting. And so I'm just going to put it up for rent and we're going to go. 
Well, and it, and it worked because you had permission too, right, uh, Corey? Oh, yeah, yeah to work your... remotely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but it was one of those things where they're like, "You're never leaving. You're just talking about leaving." Yeah, and it, it's, it's well, that's kind of what it felt like. I mean, you did talk about moving to Victoria for quite a while. I had to give them a heads up. I yeah. was like, I, I plan to move to Victoria, and and in that, the and, future, and that was the plan. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we just could never make any headway. So I finally said, "F it, let's just make the headway." I'm not getting any younger, yeah. and if it, if if life is about having a good quality of life, then just do it and figure it out later. Yeah. And, well, I mean, and coming out here... Um, well, and, yeah. I mean, I, we didn't have a job. I didn't have a job initially to come out here. Uh, but I'm like, well, we'll live on whatever money that we still have, and uh, and I'll look for a job. And I got a job at UVic. Uh, and that translated into another job at UVic, which is now, again, translated itself into yet another job at UVic, um, because that's how term positions work uh, in this. T- that's how work works in this town is apparently if you know people and you're in the right places, you will eventually kind of keep working <laughs> yeah. in the same places. It's just what happens. Um, and so, I mean, that worked out in my favor and I'm, and I'm, and I'm still happy about it. Uh, it is also like upon arriving here, it was kind of like, so we, we, we moved all of our stuff here. Uh, we parked the big steel box. We got like... Don't, don't forget, we actually originally moved out to Langford where yeah. the jokes were... Uh, uh, I swear I'd never go back. Never there. going back there. And Langford's it's, twenty minutes it's, from. It's a twenty minute drive. Yeah, and it's Let's essentially it's part of the same capital regional district. It's not a big Pe- deal. People like walk around here. Twenty minutes does not twenty no. not twenty. Except minutes that it might as well be off island. Yeah, it might as well yeah. just be like a three well, even, hour trip. Even Esquimalt. Yeah. Even Esquimalt is just like oh, it's too far. I know, right? <laughs> My arms can't reach. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird to live here because everything there's there's space dilation of a very weird mm. set. Yeah, but the um uh. We, we got our CCAN here. Um, what we ended up doing, like, we ended up doing a con. I think we did Anime-thon. We did something. We did, we did a con in Edmonton. Uh, then we, uh, and came to the house, finished packing the CCAN, oh, right. moved it out. Oh, this was a terrible idea. And as soon as it arrived, uh, we then that weekend went down to, went, we, went, we went to, to PAX. Went to PAX that weekend, I think it was, and then came back after those several days. No, wait, no, wait. Was it Anime of no, wait, that we, we, we did like, we did Anime-thon, I think we did Anime-thon, we moved here within that week, we did Anime Evolution, our CCAN had not yet arrived, by the time it arrived, it was like two or three days before PAX, and we were like, well, we're not unpacking that now, and then we went to PAX, and we came home, we had unpacked and all we, the way, packed oh. all the while, me, me whispering in your ears, don't mess this up. Yeah, the entire time, and which is great, because that's a callback to something that happened at Anime Evolution. Uh, years prior, when we had met Lur for the second time, is that uh, all of us were having dinner, or sorry, breakfast, 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 and Ian looks past over my shoulder and says, "Oh, that's Graham!" Like it's like, "Oh, they showed up!" Like Lur is here at. That's at great. The, not, so excited. Not like, "Oh, it's Graham!" Like it's more like a little bit like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, we always give bit. Ian a hard time for that, but. Um, and I'm like, "Where?" And he's like, "He's behind you." And I'm like, "Oh!" And he's like, "No, don't look! Like, don't make this a thing!" And I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, you'll uh, ruin and it, dude. And I'm like, uh, I said, I said, yeah, okay, it'll be fine. And I got out of my chair and I turned around and I went and I sat right beside Graham yep. at, at the table while he's eating across from Tally, who's on the computer. And I just, I'm in my regalia. You've seen me in this. I sit at the table and Tally looks up. Graham does not. Tally looks up. She sees me sitting across while she's typing. And she kind of gives me this eye kind of like, who are you? Can I help you? Because she's never met me before, right? And then Graham looks look, looks up as well, looks over at me, and goes, "Oh, hey, Beach." I'm like, "Hey, Graham." And he goes right back to eating his food, and Tally's like, "Oh, hi." And she shakes my hand, and we say hello to each yeah. other, and she goes back to doing what she's doing. And then we have a, a, a very brief exchange, Graham and I. And Ian, by this point, has gotten up from his chair and has come over to be like, "He's yeah. fucking this up." I just know yeah, it. Because <laughs> I was yep. at the table with Ian and watching yep. him stare at you, like, "Why are you doing this He's to like, me?" Stink eye. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Okay. I don't give a, I don't give a crap about anything. It seems mm-hmm. there are certain people that I if 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 you did that, uh, if you fucked it up for me, I'd be really upset about probably. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, why couldn't like Will Wheaton, right? Oh. Meeting Will Wheaton that one time, Heather went up to go walk up to Will Wheaton. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I want to meet him, but I also don't want to be like a weird guy who didn't meet him at his table where you're kind of supposed to be meeting people. That's okay. I felt awkward when I did what I did. Yeah. To, so she to went to up him. and she says, "My husband wants to say hi to you, but he's too much of a chicken shit to do anything <laughs> about it." Yeah. And, I'm like, and then I walked away. I'm like, "Hi, Will. 
let's bump elbows and yeah. we did then i walked away because i was like oh, i can't believe i did that yeah <laughs> it was super cool of you that you did I but really i mean happy. i don't really care about meeting will wheaton which is funny because when i tell that story everyone's like oh you met will wheaton i'm like that's not the point of the story, the I the story told you. my husband's and uh, <laughs> my husband's too cowardly to do anything about it so you saying don't mess this up in the back of my mind <laughs> I, while I, i'm out here i'd forgotten that, that was the first thing <laughs> the first time too because it happened again just before the first desert bus when you came and i pulled you to the side yeah this <laughs> relationship just constant don't threats. mess this up for us I'm like yeah I know I know don't worry chill <laughs> and then yeah just after you move uh, I'm glad you're moving don't mess this up in, in reality yeah. I mean because we came out here and after any when we had when we had really our first free weekend um, I said to Heather alright see ya and I went to the office yeah, that's right. You went without me for the first while. And I said, I'll boom. Like, I'll, and what am I going to do? Well, I'll, I'll hold a boom. They'll teach me how to hold a boom, and I'll hold a boom. It'll be fine. And I ended up sitting in on that Commodore Hustle in that opening shot where it's like, we're all, you know, we're all here to do whatever. Oh, and right. And yeah, yeah. Graham was supposed to have Glenn there, and he was going to give Glenn something to do, and, uh, and Glenn couldn't, couldn't... Glenn's the guy who's the landlord mm -hmm. here, right? So it's like, Glenn's not here, so... Why don't we just get Beach to sit down? It'll be funny. And we'll just give him the line that, you know, uh, wait, I thought this was a desert bus meeting. I don't work for you. And I get up and I leave. And then, of course, I end up booming everything. Um, and and to be completely honest, uh, I was treating my first year here as me keeping the seat warm for you. Oh, so it's true. I, I knew he didn't that mess it up for you. <laughs> it's like I know that no matter what happens, that that this the year that I'm here, I'm basically establishing a really good relation so that when you guys get out here, that you'll be able to just kind of roll right into this and be like, yeah, we're all part of yeah. the same family. So, so Beach started going more often. I think I came to a couple before I was kind of regular for a little bit uh, because I was like, I don't really want to go right away. I don't know these people. I'm going to be in the way. They are doing work. Uh, that's not going to be good. Uh, but then Beach was gone a lot. He, <laughs> he'd be gone for for like maybe feed dumps or I don't even remember all the things that actually were being done but he would be gone sometimes the entire weekend he'd be gone past 6pm which he said he'd be home by and I was at home with our very scary downstairs neighbor who I, I think to say your cat yeah. very scary downstairs cat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and I didn't want to be there so I was in a bad place there as well and then I came out a few times because I was like well I'm going to spend time with my husband and I, I come, and then I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. This is weird. Maybe I won't go. Maybe I won't go. And then I think Kathleen at one point, I went one weekend uh, over uh, summer uh, time, and Kathleen was like, I really would like you to come more because I don't want to be the only girl. And I was like, oh, oh, people do want to hang out with me. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then I started showing up more and occasionally just doing things. Yeah, and now and you're running away like full-time LT. Yeah. Yeah. So you've done this. <laughs> so, you, so you guys have been here for a year. How about yeah? You're, you're 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 making your name. You're staking your claim. Yep. And all is well and good. And we've packed up and we we've, we've just decided we're going to move. We managed to get some people in just before packs. To oh, into almost, your place. To, oh, right. to, to almost sign on the so line. They, they, they were. Good. They had the pen in their hand yeah. over the paper. Our house. Our, our house is empty ready to go and we go to PAX and we have to come back because the plan was to come to PAX with everyone yeah drive our car down and then when PAX is over and everyone says bye see you later where are you going we're going home and to drive up to Victoria yeah to be on yeah. the ferry yeah. with us essentially yeah. it would have been so, so good we didn't tell anyone amazing. about this plan because we had other renters possibly come in yeah there were other bites yeah that did and we managed to actually move without telling a soul and then we ran into smallian on the ferry yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god is our cover blown no he didn't no so we we, we drive <laughs> we, we we showed up at the base i had a coke for alex because i had been taunting him with these because we'd been for, doing, oh, it was so good we'd been so doing the whole thing it. across twitter of alex would get a coke with someone's name on it and then destroy it in some ridiculous fashion so we picked up a coke for him and said hey alex do you want a coke i'm sure he expected that because we did it the morning we left yeah too. so it was within 24 hours i'm sure he was expecting at some point he'd well i back posted the thing and then he had like a few hours to respond yeah yeah, yeah. and show up at the moon base and deliver him his coke 
which was great. And if you uh, if you have access well, to the, obviously to the Twitch archives, uh, and you go back to that was what was that November or was that August or no, it was November because it was right before November Desert Bus because our, our stuff was full. Er, yeah. No, it was October because we stayed with you for right. October. Yeah, October second. So there is a there there is there is Twitch uh, footage of this somewhere of uh, of Corey walking into the room with the Coke for Alex, and Cam is there too. Yes, yes. and the two of them are just like, oh, right. like I what? And Cam's like, no. I remember this very clearly because... And he doesn't know what um, to make of it? Like, the two of them are just kind of like, why are you here? It was Cam's stream. Yeah. And Alex was sitting in with him, and then we saw Corey and Ian show up, and they were like, yeah, we have this thing. And as we were going upstairs, Alex came out of the streaming office, and I told him to go back into the streaming <laughs> office because they didn't want him to ruin the surprise. He was confused, but he didn't have any... <laughs> no, but he did object, it. So, yeah. Yep. It was good. And so since then, we've, uh, yeah. We've, we've been lived here. here. Mm-hmm. And that's the story of how we all came to be in Victoria yeah. and work for her. That's like, yeah. I don't know, what, 15 years of history? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah just under an hour. It's, it's about right. It's, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that kind of comes. I mean, a, the, a lot of it you is... You guys got married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that, that was the thing that happened. happened. Inside there. It's a, it, there's a lot of, because um, a lot of this was we formed an improv team. Um, and then, because we were out doing stuff, just kind of right time, right place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you meet the right people, and then it, it's just kind of a... Um, you do the right things at the right times. It's, kind of, it's, it's the creator's mindset, kind of, too, is that you, you, you start making things, and then you make things with other people. Yeah. And they turn out to be things that aren't shitty. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you, you make a thing, you meet other people who make a thing, yeah. you start to talk about making that thing, then you start making that thing together. Yeah. It's a thing that happens. Yeah. I've and said yeah. the word thing a lot. And, very and it's not always like a product. It, it can just be like, a, oh, we held this party, yeah. and other people showed up, or I've got this anime club, and I made friends at this anime club, and now I've known them for 10 years. Yeah. And, yeah. And just the, that whole feeling of... Um, you know, being able to do something, like actually doing something, uh, as opposed to just saying, like, if I hadn't said, uh, you know, boy, oh boy, I really need to, uh, like, I'm going to form an anime club uh, so that I can meet women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would not have, I would not have that entire experience of what I did up in Grand Prairie for one thing, and then turning and not, and then also turning around and coming home and being like, f Grand Prairie in the a hole. I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> I'm moving back home to Edmonton, and then I was so sad when you moved away. I'm very sorry, and and we all no. It's better that you moved away. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and for us to all kind of, I had an inkling you liked me. Actually, if, if we'd never gooked, if we'd never goofed no, off together, I was yeah, perfect in, in my in my non likeness. And and so we kind of like just the fact that we were like the fact that we got together at the clubs and we hung out and we did things and it's and it's like. Because we did the stuff, because we worked at Animathon together, and because we, you know, maintained that friendship, and because we decided that, yeah, we're going to keep doing this improv thing. Because um, I couldn't have imagined that doing that would lead to me being, like, you know, 35 years old, sitting here, recording a podcast mm-hmm. with, like, you know, one of the best sketch comedy troops on the internet. Like, it's kind of... Yeah. And being a member of it, right? Yeah. And doing... And having a streaming show uh, every week, and, uh, and having all this fun churning out really great content. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that it's like doing something can lead to you being able to do something else can lead you to being able to do something else. And it's not like the time that you spend doing that, you should be like, well, I'm trying to build to be this. It's like, why don't you just do the thing you're doing? Yeah, I guess yeah. You, you, you can't make a plan of it. Yeah. It's impossible. No. Well, here's a funny thing. I was taking filming and editing in high school. I was going to go to Vancouver to take uh, filming and editing and do that there. And then I didn't because I got scared and I tried other things instead. And now I'm filming LT all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, you're actually probably the most qualified then. <laughs> you done did this in school. Yeah. <laughs> My tiny little handheld camera that cost me $500 and I was so proud that I got to buy that. Oh, I still have it. Good camera. <laughs> I think it's broken. I'm, no, I'm, I'm really... This has been a really good ride. So yeah. this is the this is now when we do the ritual suicide, right? Yes. No, <laughs> I like my I brought life. Kool-Aid. Thank you. Oh, refreshing. It does make me. I mean, I look forward to the next thirty years. Are we missing anything? I don't. I'm not mm, sure. Like we mm. lost over some stuff, but yeah, we did the clubs. 
We yeah. we were in an improv troupe. We broke out of the improv troupe. You guys met. We doing improv. We're still doing still the doing improv. Y'all lived together. I moved down. Y'all moved away from each other. Yeah. The get the, having the uh, doing Desert Bus was. I mean, that was really the, the the sea change for me is to basically do Desert Bus Five. That was what made me feel like there's so much I can be doing just in that week mm-hmm. that there's a lot of value in, in just in that. And then of course coming out here the first time I came out to do like when I was in that Commodore hustle and just basically to boom that I was kind of like, I hope I do whatever it is I need to do properly. Cause I don't know, like maybe, it, maybe they don't need me here. Maybe I'm not, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not necessary. You read up about booming. I did. I read up about booming cause I'm like, I need to know how this is done so I can do it properly. And I know that everything here is like handled fairly slack, but it's like, if I'm going to show up, I'm going to, I'm going to be so good at this. There's no reason to say no. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you practice? No. Hmm. Hmm. Nice that you expected to read something and be good at it. Hmm. You'd be surprised the number of things that I read and then end up being good at. No. 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 And on that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> this is this has been the uh, this has been the, the Lurcast. Lurcast with the, our origin stories. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us. I'm Beach. I'm Heather. I'm Corey. I'm Ian. Don't forget to check out the Patreon and the Lurst website, LurcastStuffOnYouTube, and, YouTube and they are good. Yeah. And you can check out uh, our stuff on synapticchaostheater.synapticchaos.com and and late night dubfight.com. And until next time. <laughs> <laughs>